Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, so Rick Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got the front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. More than 5,000 people have been killed and tens of thousands injured after a magnitude 7.8 earthquake struck Turkey and Syria on Monday. According to officials, thousands of buildings collapsed in both countries and aid agencies are concerned about northwestern Syria, where more than 4 million people were already relying on humanitarian assistance. Sadly, authorities expect the death toll to rise. In other news, Ricky, an 82-year-old New York nur- nursing home resident who was pronounced dead was found alive three hours later. You're alive. After she had already been taken to a funeral home. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. The woman was pronounced dead at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center at 11.15 a.m. on Saturday. She was taken to the O.B. Davis Funeral Home at 1.30 p.m. And at 2.09 p.m., Ricky, she was found breathing. I know she didn't jump out that casket when they started bringing them flowers. Okay, you know what? Man. (laughs) Police said Monday the woman has been transported to a local hospital but did not provide any further updates on her condition. She was cold. Yeah, she was just cold. I think that's what it was, Ricky. Uh, Lastly, I have this for you. A single ticket in Washington State matched all winning numbers for Monday night's Powerball jackpot of $754.6 million. This is the fifth largest in its history, according to the game's website. The ticket holder has the option to receive an annuitized prize of $754.6 million or a lump sum payment of $407.2 million. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, Kyrie Irving passed his physical and is expected to make his debut with his new team, the Dallas Mavericks, tomorrow versus the L.A. Clippers. Lakers were uh, one of the teams interested in trading for Kyrie. LeBron is a little bothered they couldn't close the deal. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent, but someone that I had great chemistry with and know I got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win, um, you know, championships. Period. The NBA approved the sale of the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury to billionaire mortgage lender Matt Eastbia for $4 billion. Oh, man. Phoenix Suns is about to get sold for $4 billion, man. The market is up. Philadelphia Eagles and Super Bowl quarterback Jalen Hurts is expected to receive a contract extension. He has one year left on his rookie contract. Eagles owner said, listen, Jalen has nothing else to prove to us. We want him around here for a long time. And that's the kind of owner you want that respects your, your talent, your ability, your personality, and say, man, we ain't going to wait. We're going to go ahead and give you an extension since you asked for it, and it's good. Let's go make it happen. That's my quick sports support right there. Gary with the team. What's up there, Pepe? All right, y'all. Baby people are still talking about Lady Beyonce. Now, it's being reported that Beyonce fans, y'all, are going to extreme measures to ensure that they get their hands on some of those tickets, honey, to the artist's upcoming Renaissance tour. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Beyonce, you know, who just became the most award Grammy ripiest um, in history, y'all, is going out on tour this summer. And they're saying, y'all, it's not surprising that her diehard fans, y'all, will do anything 
to score a pair of tickets, including raising money. Now, they're saying that the Beehive has um, turned to GoFundMe, y'all. People are asking, uh-uh. that, yes, people are going asking their family and friends, y'all, and strangers for some cash, y'all, to secure tickets to the Cuffit Singers World Tour, which I think is clever. Okay, do you think this qualifies as mental illness? You got to oh, be insane. Yeah, yeah, but you, you know, know. think that enough people would care to send you money to so you can go to a concert? Are you people serious? People send people money for all the things all people need money for out here. Yeah, they they send people money for all kind of stuff. You'd be surprised. People be like, "I need my hair done," and they'll start a GoFundMe page. People are really crazy. No, for real. Yeah, okay. so, I ain't so, have fun with that. So her fans are, are asking <laughs> y'all. They say, "Please donate, honey." They said this is their only life experience, and they said they um care about living before they die, honey. So they definitely want to see Beyonce. So if y'all know anybody that wants to see um Beyonce and they have their GoFundMe up, donate. You know, for them so they can go see. I'm gonna set up a GoFundMe for a new Porsche. How about that? <laughs> well, you okay. gonna be waiting on it. <laughs> All right, the Kahlua the today is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is blooming. On the high end, you say blooming, and on the low end, you say beautiful burgundy. That's your Kahlua for today. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Uh, coming up next in the hot spot, offset response to Houston's J Prince. And I'm gonna tell you what he said up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Over the weekend, Houston music executive Jay Prince spoke out about rumors suggesting that he may have been connected with the murder of Migos rapper Takeoff. Well, uh, a Houston man, Patrick Clark, 33, was arrested for allegedly shooting Takeoff. He's been since released on bail after an unspecified wealthy Houstonian paid his alleged bail. Now, Jay Prince decided to set things straight over the weekend in an interview. Uh, he said he was not involved in any way with the shooting and he seemed upset over the speculation. Now, during the interview, Jay Prince also suggested that Offset was somehow involved in the campaign against him. Well, y'all, shortly after the interview aired, Offset took to Instagram to tell Jay Prince to keep his name out of his mouth and to just call him if he had any questions and stop believing rumors and all this other stuff. So hopefully they can talk, y'all, and this can end well because we don't need no more killings and no more nothing like that and no more bad things happening. So hopefully they can talk and we can get this all squashed. All right, y'all, Chris Brown has apologized to Robert Clasper for throwing shade at him for his win for Best R&B Album at the Grammys this weekend. When it was announced that Glasper won Best R&B Album, Chris took to Instagram and said, Who the is that? Glasper responded to Brown by posting a, a graphic of his own Instagram that read, Who the is Robert Glasper? Captioning the post, If y'all have questions, I have answers. So yesterday, Brown posted a screenshot of a DM he sent to Glasper via IG, and it read, Congratulations, my brother. I would like to apologize if you took offense to my reaction at the Grammys. You were not, intend- you were not the intended target, and I know I came off really rude and mean after doing my research i actually think you're amazing he continued that the organization isn't doing us blacks excuse me our due diligence you and i should never be in the same category two totally different vibes and genres so from one black man to another congratulations hope you are able to feed your family for life so nice. I think that was big and adult of Chris Brown to do. Right. You know How did saying? they end up in the same category, though? Because I, I was thinking about <gasps> that, too. The Grammys keep doing that. Because I know that Glasper dude is pretty dope from what I can from what is, I see. But, yeah, but, but why he, they, like... I don't... I, okay. I have no idea. I don't know why they keep putting people in the same category that, like, don't go in there. It's like putting you in a category with SZA. 
You yeah, know what I mean? It's like exactly. y'all don't, y'all don't the same <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. Right, yeah. So I don't know why they do that. But that was bigger, Chris Brown, and I'm very proud of him for doing that. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. So if you got any... Sorry, if you want to hear some of them wake up calls, hit us up at 8669Ricky. That's 8669 R I C K E Y. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, I don't know if this was an actual accident, accident or this man did it on purpose. Last week, a 55 year old man in Thailand pulled off to the side of the road in the middle of the night to use the restroom. <laughs> you laughing already? His wife was sleeping in the back seat. But after he got out, she decided she would also use the bathroom. The man came back and accidentally, accidentally drove off without her thinking she was still sleeping in the back. And he drove around 100 miles before he realized she wasn't there. And her phone was still in the car. She didn't have no phone and no money. So she decided to start walking on foot. Uh, because she didn't want to stand around waiting on the side of the road. She walked 13 miles before finding a police station at 5 a.m. There aren't any specific details on how they reunited, but it sounds like the police were able to let the man know where to pick up his wife. Oh, if so, my so, husband did that to me. Oh, no. So, so, so Garrett, does, is he, you think he lost feelings for her or uh, uh, whatever, or was just hoping for a moment like that? Or, he or could, you think it was wait, he said, damn, I wish I had to get out of here and pee or uh, poop. And honey, this girl did when he stopped her, and that was his great opportunity because I probably got left too because I don't, I squat. I sit down to pee oh, instead of standing my up. God. And had she was stood up, he probably would have seen her. But, you know, oh, she Oh, my squat. God. Why'd you have to put that extra part in? Y'all? Information. Well, hey, Nobody hey, hey, we're just close. You'd like to share. Hey, 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 okay, yeah. so so what what is, what is that ride like when, once he picked the wife back up? What was that that ride? Yeah, in the first few minutes, it's kind of awkward. It's kind of <laughs> quiet. You, you're trying to do small talk. <laughs> you heard that, uh, you know, you heard they said that Whitney Houston was the greatest singer of all time. Man, I seen on TMZ that uh, you you just trying to talk about anything. You're trying to talk about, you know, you're trying to talk about anything about but the fact that she just walked 13 miles. Right. It couldn't have been mine. Ooh, it could have been no. So what, what happened? What happened if you would have left Shari? What, oh. what, what that ride would have been like? It wouldn't have been no ride. I would have been on the side of the road bleeding. <laughs> oh, I'm on the side of the road bleeding on that one, buddy. Man, my ride would have been in the ambulance. Ooh, yes, sir. Ambulance car. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. All right, thank you, Maria. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. She's your queen to be. Vision of perfection, an object of affection to quench your royal fire completely uh, free. free from infection to be used at your discretion, waiting only yeah. for your direction, your queen. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning in the U.S. Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Just in time, y'all, for Black History Month. It's being reported, y'all, that billionaire Microsoft founder, 
Bill Gates' daughter. Phoebe Gates, y'all, is getting very serious with her African-American boyfriend. Now, they're saying that they are so serious, y'all, that rumors are saying that they may be getting married. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the 21-year-old, who is the daughter of billionaire Bill Gates and his beautiful ex-wife, Miss Melinda French Gates, um, has been dating um, her boyfriend, Robert Ross, for the past two years, and they're saying that it's looking very serious. Now, they say some are speculating, y'all, that if Robert continues to play his cards right, y'all, marriage between the two of them is inevitable. Now, Phoebe is a student at um, Stanford University. Now, they're saying that she's going to get her degree in 2025. She went to the School of American Ballard and Juilliard School to learn ballet. And they say she also helped with some of her parents' charity projects to help poor people in developing countries um, live better lives. Now, Phoebe is also heir to Bill Gates. And they're saying, y'all, it's being reported, y'all, that um, his net worth is $75 billion. Now, they're saying, y'all, if she and Robert were to ever get married, they say Robert would immediately, y'all, become the wealthiest black person on the planet. But then that work, bro. Baby! (laughs) We need to put together that tribute that we talked about. Beat! Yes. Beat! Yes. (laughs) Every night! (laughs) Beat! Yeah, put in that work. We are proud of you, young man. We are proud of you out here. <laughs> we are proud, proud of you. you. We are proud of you. Baby. Got her a chocolate brother, too. Yeah, he's going to get yes. one. Get one. Honey, he needs to write a book, honey, if he married this girl to let all these other ones know, honey, how to do it. Instead of giving all their money, bring some of that money back on home, honey. Bro, I just want to, bro, if you out there listening, man, go get you some of them honey pack. Go get you some honey pack. Go get you some of them gorillas, them rhinos. Put in that work, dog. You got to seal the deal. Yes, Put that sir. money back into the system that these women taking out of our child support check. Go get okay. it. And take birth control out of the equation. Yes, sir. Out of the equation. Yes, sir. Fall asleep. Fall asleep. Fall asleep. <laughs> My Lord, honey. But well, we gonna follow this story man. and see, honey, if Robin, honey, if he get married to a child, because my God, she seems no like she love him. They seem like they really in love on all the pictures that I've seen. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. They're saying the best place if you want to have a fight, honey, fight at the Grammys. It's being reported, y'all. TMZ is reporting y'all that before Quavo took the stage to perform his song "Without You," they say which was a tribute to take off. He and Offset had a big physical fight, honey backstage and they had to be pulled apart. Now they're saying y'all that they were not alone. They say one celebrity stylist um told um, Twitter that Quavo punched off it, Offset. Now according to TMZ they're saying that the Grammys had asked Offset y'all to be a part of the tribute but Quavo refused to let him take part. They say that um, Offset tried to push his way onto the stage and Quavo reportedly y'all um, stacked him which I guess that mean hit him. Now, they're saying Quavo and Austin have, you know, been feuding for months since the breakup of their group, D'Amigos. Now, word on the street is, y'all, that ever since um, marrying his beautiful wife, Miss Cardi B, they said that he's been pulling slowly away from the group. So, I guess, honey, you know, people really fight backstage. Celebrities still fight and, and, and yeah. do stuff they like human. that. They human. They human. Yeah. Oh, a lot of feelings and emotions and, and stuff, and just haven't had an opportunity probably to sit down and resolve all of the issues. So when stuff mm-hmm. like that comes, you know, people be feeling so way, it just kind of comes out. Yeah. I just hate it. I hope they get back together because they make dope music. Yeah. So we hope and pray that they will. All right. The Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is blooming. On the high end, you say blooming. And on the low end, you say beautiful burgundy. That's your Kahlua for today. All right. Y'all give it up for Gary with the tea. Gary! <laughs> 
Alright, Rick's on the morning show. Got your wake up calls. Get at me. 8669. Ricky, let's go. This is Cynthia Red, and I want to call and wake up the whole bluegrass state. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Jordan from North Carolina. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's Lance Cage, Vernon, Georgia. Waking up everybody in New Orleans, D.C., and what's there, Pennsylvania? Go dog. Hey, everybody. This is Cynthia calling from Lake Mary, Florida. I want to say wake up, wake up to all my FEMA employees. Have a great day, guys. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's your man, Prophet Jesus. And I want to wake up all the Jones family. Make sure y'all go to work and make sure you walk by out on strength. Be blessed. Peace. And Luda Rock, wake up. Let go. Walker calling on behalf of Dish 7 um, State Welfare <laughs> Children Division. Mm-hmm. Keep the kids over at the house, right? Right. Right. Now, we've been getting some reports and everything from some of the uh, people who've been coming there with the parents to get the kids that you have been physically threatening the kids with objects. With objects? Yes, ma'am. With no, televisions, remote controls, whatever the hell you want to throw. remote control. Whatever you want to whoop them with. Please, I they, don't even go out like well, that. Well, ma'am. I'm a non person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, again, my name's Chuck Walker, just so we can get acquainted again. Chuck Walker? Chuck Walker. That don't even sound like a name. <laughs> well, ma'am, don't. Uh, now, Wanda don't sound like much of a name either. I, I've done nothing I to insult you your name. I my house is trying to insult I, me. Ma'am, you, you just insulted my you name. You my daddy. to the queen over here. Look, now, damn it, my daddy named me. Chuck Walker I don't Jr. Give a freaking frack what your daddy called you. You respect my daddy <laughs> Chuck Walker Sr. He ain't done to you, lady. Oh, and then you cursed me? You just cursed me. You said freaking frackin'. I don't You know, man. You said freaking I That's said what you said. Frackin'? Give me your name. It's about me. it's about the kids, Juan. Chip Chuck. You better not call my freaking fracking house no more. No, don't you call me <laughs> Chip Chuck. My name. They say you've been hitting the kids with the knick-knack paddlewhack. <laughs> now, what? Now they say that you've been threatening the kids, and you call it. <laughs> so did tell you right about the knick-knack paddlewhack, because that's his name. I'll come over there and put the knick-knack paddlewhack on you myself, because what well, my... You bring it on, then. Come on with it. The door is wide open. Sure, you got the address. You got the freaking no- phone number. What? No, man. I was actually going to try and get directions over there, too. I'm, I can I'm find out. behind that. Hooters, and while you're out here, stop by there and get you a couple of cocktails, because I sure been and had me a few by the time you get your... Uh, I just left the doctor's office, and you done got on my freaking nerves. You go to Walgreens, get that crazy people, man, if you need Your something. Your mammy, do she go? You sound like there's something. <laughs> Your mammy go get some. Now, sweetheart, when I come over there and put my foot in your ass, Bring it on, baby. when I come over there and put it all up in there, a whole lot of food, I'm, okay, I'm going to be sitting on the on the porch. Baby, I'm riding spinners. Look for me. Out. What color house is it? You know what it is. What color house? I know it's going to be. You know the darn house. Now, what exactly is the knick-knack paddywhack that you it's use? freaking nick. Bring your ass over here and I'll show you what it is. Oh, I'll give you a knick-knack <laughs> paddywhack. I'm going to go. I'm call my seven brothers so you can bring your mother's phone up in here. I'll whoop him, baby. I'm calling the freaking police on you. Wait down. Don't call the police on me, yes, baby. Yes, I 
Sam, too. Tattletail. This number, Trey. Tattletail booty smell, baby. Your booty smell. Your ass smell. I know you couldn't be no man with your punk ass calling me. I'm 100% man, baby. No, you ain't. I got my wife. I'm going to get my wife Emma Jane to whip you. I ain't going to need her ass long. Bring your whole fucking family. Bring them on. My wife Emma Jane don't play it, baby. She will drop you one blow. Stop it. One blow, baby. Stop it. Out cold. Me and the whole family is going to pull up at your crib in a couple of seconds. Look for it. I don't give a f- what you're driving in. Bring your monkey ass on over. It's on. I just left the fucking doctor, and y'all ain't got my pressure up. Your daughter, Princess, put oh. us up to prank phone calling. You got to give me a ball of Remy VSOP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wrong. Oh, she going to pay for this dearly. <laughs> Let's see who on the phone is other bot. What a bot. <laughs> Hey, what up, Rick? What up, Hey, what's that? What's going on? What what they do? You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Why you not at work, bro? See, see, look. All right, so look. It better be a good one, dog. I, 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 know, I, know you, I know you're going through something. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that, shout out. I'm, I'm it's me, that. baby. Yo, me, I baby. know, Shadi, and look, and you know one time we had talked, you told me, you said, Black Tone, you need to be passionate about song. You need to get your passion right and get you, get you get, and be about song. You know what I'm saying? And right, you said, when you feeling in your feelings, then you need to just go with it. So that's what I'm doing this morning, Shadi. I'm going hey, Black, with it. Black Tone, can, I, can I say one thing I, before? I, I, Black Tone, we talked on the phone for a whole hour last week, man. You promised yeah. me. You yeah, said this week, I, bro. You said you look, you said when, when you came, and you had bought bought some Popeyes chicken to the house and yep. offered your condolences. You looked me in yep. the eye, and you said you was coming to work every day this week. You was gonna show me, bro. Show sure yeah. do. I did. Shout, shout, I said that. I did say that. But look, did last night, shout out, I got inspired. Shout out. I was thinking about you, cause I got inspired, and I said I need to write. I need to write some. I need to write some and get it out my chest. Shout and I wrote some more poetry. Go ahead, man. And I feel like I could bless the uh, the morning show and the bless the audience with some poetry. Go ahead. I feel like I feel like you appreciate that money, me being there. Go ahead. Okay, it say uh shouty. Okay, shouty, it start out like shouty, on there for you. Anytime you need me. For real, girl. It's me in your world. <laughs> Believe me. Nothing make a man feel better than a woman. A queen will crown and be down for whatever. Wait one minute. There's a few things that forever, my lady. We can make well made babies. Back when I was nothing. Oh my god. You made a brother feel like he was something. That's why I wish you right you now how you know my poem? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm with you to this day, boo. No friends. Cause even when the skies was gray, you would roll me on my back and say, Baby, It'll be okay. okay. <laughs> now that's real. Brother, I showed you this already. Now that's real to a brother like me, Maybe. baby. Never give my oh, away. Keep it tight. All right. I'm going to walk these dogs so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. Word life. You don't need a ring to be my wife. Just beat up for me. Man, go on, man. Mary J. Blood and Method Man. That's on it. That's on it. Bye, man. Bye, man. Bye, bye. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. Another Black History Spotlight. Anderson, South Carolina, November 1846. 
an indentured servant, but not technically a slave, Ben Bucky Thomas, was around 24 or 25 years old when the plantation owner that he worked for was frustrated with Bucky's repeated efforts to escape his duties and head north. After many broken promises that he wouldn't run again, the owner, in his frustration, came up with a solution that involved in attaching a crudely constructed ring of sharply bristled thorns and vine to the lower leg of Bucky that was attached on the other end uh, to 100 feet of twine that when stretched to the max would produce a painful series of scratches and punctures, thus inventing what would later become known as the first version of a probation ankle monitor. (laughs) That's today's Black History Spotlight. Stop, man. February 7th, 2023. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Oh, sometimes I get Six minutes after the top of the hour. <laughs> Gary, what you got, man? Good morning, Rock T. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Houston rapper Megan Thee Stallion, y'all, they're saying she has not been seen or heard, honey, since her Canadian rapper Tory Lanez, y'all, was convicted on all counts for shooting her in the foot. Now, they're saying, y'all, Megan's absence has been caused her and caused her fans, honey, to hyperfixate on her well-being. And over the weekend, they're saying Megan dropped a clue. Now, they're saying, y'all, Megan, people noticed, y'all, that Megan has unfollowed her boyfriend. Uh-oh. That's a wrap. She's unfollowed uh, yeah, Fontaine? Said, yeah, Fontaine. They said, honey, she unfollowed her boyfriend. So people are wondering, honey, if there's something going on with her. You know, hopefully she's okay, honey, or what have you. But, you know, they say it was just two years ago. They say Megan and her boyfriend, honey, were wearing matching rings. And people were wondering if they were married and stuff. Now, honey, they got this here. They're saying, you know, people break up every day. But they're saying she definitely will find her another boyfriend if that is so. So it's it's, it's interesting, though. But she, um, I, I was kind of worried about Megan, and, you know, when she went through that little case with Tory Lanez. I was scared that, you know, well, hopefully nothing would happen. Yeah, because she referenced how depressed she was, and she was like, yeah. I just wish I would have died or something to that effect. But I'm, I'm hoping that she took some time off just to really focus on, you know, her mental health and just taking a break from all of the publicity of the case. Hopefully they was, that's a, little, they was a little stressed out during her during the trial because they say he wasn't really, he didn't show up at none of the trial dates or something with her. Like, he wasn't at, at the at the uh, at, court yeah, hearings the, with her. Like, not oh, they really were never in the courtroom at the same time? Mm-mm. Like, he wasn't that supportive, apparently. Uh, who, I don't, uh, I don't uh, well, you know, he probably was worried because he's a ghost writer, rapping, all that stuff. It's just too much, honey. I, I, I don't know. But it's a sad situation. It looked like he would have been there with her if he wasn't there. Because, hell, she is the breadwinner. Nobody even know who he is. So uh, He's a songwriter uh-huh. and a producer, right? I ain't never but, heard but of she, At one point, she loved him. I don't know what's going on now, but they were a cute couple at one point. And they broke up and got back together before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they're young, too. Yeah. So, you know, that Maybe she didn't want young. him in there, you know? I don't Maybe know. When they, un- when they when they unfollow you, it it, it might be it's over. a big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ain't that amazing how people follow that though? Ain't it? I'm like I ain't never heard yeah. that people could follow that. You, you gotta do you somebody. gotta do several steps to see who you a person gotta really is wanna following. Know. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like I, I never heard of that mess before, honey. So, but I mean, 
Hey, people know when you unfollow and who unfollows who and who unfollows us. So there you have it, huh? So she unfollowed him. So I guess she don't be bothered with him no more. So <laughs> moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all. They're saying that Chloe Kardashian confirms that she is definitely single. Now they're saying Chloe wants her fans to know that she is not back with Tristan Thompson and she is not dating anyone at this time. She said, quote, who has time for a man, honey, L.O.? She said, I have a six-month-old baby, honey, um, and my daughter. True. And she said, I am definitely, honey, sickly, honey, codependent on one another. She said, it's not a secret. She said, honey, I definitely secret love it. She said, but right now, she is definitely not dating him. Now, it's being reported also that he told his mama before she died that he's definitely going to be a better man. So, you know, I hope he keep up with that or yeah. whatever. And what's a better man? I don't know, but hopefully Chloe don't don't stick around stick around to find out. You know she is, honey. She done been through too much with him. Hopefully she don't. Yeah. But... Yeah, and his mama really loved Chloe, from what I hear. So he should feel real bad and really try to be a better man, but leave Chloe alone for a minute. Just yeah. be a good dad to the kids. Exactly. So we'll see if he is, honey. And then my quick story, y'all, they're saying, honey, that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck had the last argument at the Grammys, honey. Oh, yeah. Lord. They said, baby, Jennifer um, whispered something in his ear, honey, and he said something back, and they got loud, and people said it was definitely an argument. It's being reported, <laughs> honey, that divorce may be on the horizon. No, Gary, man, one no. argument. Come on now. You yeah, can tell he no, didn't want to be that, there, though. Oh, thank you, yeah, Rocky. He face, did not want to be there, Grammy. He was over it. He did not want to be here. He yeah, was like, I don't want to be here. But you can, you can have it. an argument, but when you get the argument at the Grammys, yeah. that, that's 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 bad. That's but, a bad. But, that, that's Ricky and Rock. That's her world. That ain't his world. He had to sit through four hours of this music. He probably ain't really that into it. Anytime your woman drag you, but be supportive. But if your lady drag you to a spot you don't want to be at, it's hard to fake like you're having a good time for the whole time. That's not good though. He had to know. Come on, you sit there and be supportive, or you don't go. I feel his pain though. He probably said, "I'm gonna try," but after a while, he was like, "Look, ain't no different than going to the Oscars, which is his world." Yeah, that's, that's not cool. That's yeah. her world kind of, too. That's she, not cool. She be acting and stuff. Yeah, but they if were you're going to go, be supportive. Just it's, stick it's through. It's okay to leave me at home. It's okay for me to just stay at the crib. No, but they were saying I he should at least act like he was liking the crib. Well, why, you know, it, pack him, why didn't she pack him a little lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Put him some cup of noodles in there. Okay. <laughs> little square sandwiches. <laughs> but, but y'all celebrities know the, the camera is being panned. It's going to pan on you. Yeah. So you need to always keep a smile on your face, honey. You know yeah. what? Be ready. You know what? Them Be little ready. square sandwiches, a Capri Sun, <laughs> some of them little 7-Eleven, uh, a uh, little pack of cookies yeah. Uh, yeah. or whatever, and that, that would have been straight. That would have held them mm. off and some gum. Yep. Yeah, Lunchable or something. Uh-huh, some yeah. fruit snacks. Or them I potato you sticks. You know the potato <laughs> sticks? Remember the potato <laughs> oh, sticks? Yeah. The, the yeah. salty ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, honey? He, his face showed it like, honey, I don't even feel like being here. So Give him some fun dip. They're going to be divorcing soon. Huh? <laughs> with the stick. <laughs> okay, the stick. Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today is blooming. On the high end, you say blooming. And on the low end, you say beautiful burgundy. That's your Kahlua for today. There it is. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. All right, y'all, Rick's Mountain Morning Show, a lot going on. Uh, President Biden will deliver his State of the Union address uh, tonight, actually. Uh, pre- uh, Biden has not officially said that he will run again, but this is about the time when we would kind of know for sure. Now, uh, Biden has a lot to cover tonight. The economy, immigration, the war in Ukraine, and drama behind uh, the Chinese spy balloons. Now, according to a new poll, People don't want Donald Trump in uh, 2024, but even more, people don't want Joe Biden to run again either. 
Yes, Ricky. And according to that Washington Post, ABC News poll released on Sunday, among Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents, 58 percent of voters prefer somebody other than President Biden in two years. And 49 percent of Republicans said Republican-leaning independents um, also say that about former President Donald Trump. And while 44 percent of Republicans support Trump being their nominee, only 31 percent of Democrats back a Biden run for re-election. The poll also found that 62% of Americans would be dissatisfied or angry if Biden won and 56% feel that same way uh, if Trump won. So uh, what we want to know is uh, what are your thoughts on the state of the country right now and how would you rate President Biden's job performance and should he run again? So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate President Biden's job performance? Hit us up at 866-9-RICKY-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Special K, what are your uh, thoughts? Man, I'm one of the ones that do not want Biden to run again. I just feel like it's uh, he's aged out of this thing, and I think that uh, he's kind of out of touch. Even though by the numbers, his perf- his his legislative accomplishments have him at the top of the heap as far as what what's, what's some of the what's some of the biggest thing leg- legislatively uh, that he's accomplished that a lot of people are not talking about because uh, he's really uh, uh, did some stuff. What's some of the well, ones you know, in, in the the employment numbers, the job his job numbers are pretty much uh, off the charts as far as historically and compared to other presidents. He ended the war in Afghanistan, which uh, people thought that the way it, the, that the pullout happened was messy, but it had to be done. And he did that, uh, that uh, o- Obama and Trump uh, didn't weren't able to do. He did do that. Uh, he's done a lot of things for the um, the, the, the uh, VA, for the, uh, the, the student loan thing, even though the student loan thing didn't give people as much as they felt like they should have gotten. He did make some make some uh, positive progress on that. Uh, immigration inflation is down. Uh, appointment uh, of black judges. Appointment of Let's black talk. judges Come is on, up. Supreme Come on, Maria, throw yeah, some in there. You got yeah, some. I mean, I mean, yeah. he has he has accomplished a lot, but I think he made some critical mistakes too. And the critical mistake, the biggest one, I think, was appointing Merrick Garland as the uh, attorney general. I think that that was a, a, a really bad move. Yeah, he's that sucks. was like that was like hiring a, uh, that was like a, a drafting a strong safety that don't like to tackle. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. Why I, would you do that? I can't even. I couldn't even understand why uh, President Barack Obama picked him as a nominee for the United States Supreme Court when he had an opportunity to put a black woman. Because had he nominated a black woman, it would have been difficult right. for them to deny President Obama uh, that nomination because then it would have made them look really racist because they're denying the first black woman to sit on the United States Supreme Court, and they probably would have had that hearing and they probably would have seated. And this is my thoughts. That was the uh, biggest mistake Obama made. Yeah, yeah. Not, that was the uh, biggest mistake he made. Yeah, but I yeah. think if he'd have walked up there with a black woman as opposed to uh, uh, Attorney General Garland, I think it would have had uh, a different look because that would have looked really, really bad. It would look really bad for you to deny the first black woman, which would have angered. Um, it would have angered the, uh, the constituents. And then even if they, it didn't happen, they would have came out and really, really voted during the 2016 right. election, and Hillary Clinton would have became president. Yeah, and, I and think I'm that with was you. A, uh, oh, go I'm ahead, sorry, Marie. go ahead. No, no, I want you to finish your point. No, that was it. 
Okay. I was just going to agree with Special K just about the aging thing. I think that there's been a lot of moments where it just seems like, you know, is his mind all the way together? And I'm not even trying to be fun. Like, we've seen him fall off the bicycle and fumble his words, but it's it's concerning. It's like, are you, is you everything okay? You don't need to okay? be the president and you're almost 88 years old. And yeah. that's what he would be in a second. You need to give some younger people a chance. Another thing, Maria, uh, that I'm concerned with, if he run up against, I think Ron DeSantis is probably going to be the Republican Ooh, nominee. Crush him in a debate. I just he feel like, run, uh, oh. Maybe not in a debate, but a, a presidential election. Uh, Ron DeSantis is kind of like a more dangerous version, but more... Um, more not he's not he's as, smarter he's smart he's more evil he's just as evil as trump but he's smarter but he's also not he don't have the charisma that trump had yeah. he does not have that going for him and i think right. on a national but, but stage I but i but i will say t- uh california governor uh gary newsom would be a good matchup against yeah, ryan DeSantis. Yeah. and i oh, think yeah. gary gary newsom is also handsome and and, and has a lot of charisma um, on, or whatever, and uh, you know, and, and you know so, what? He's about five inches taller. Right. I think G- Gavin Newsom on the stage next to Ron DeSantis. That matters. The the appearance it's, matters. It's, it's amazing how people vote in people's perceptions well, uh, based when, off of appearance and confidence. Yeah. Well, you you know when it came down to Bush and Gore, the, the poll a polling was out. Who would you rather have a beer with, uh, George W. Bush or Al Gore? And people just kind of saw Al Gore as kind of a lame, which kind of gave Bush an edge because he had more personality than Al Gore. And therefore, that kind of pushed Bush over the edge. Let's go to the phones. 866-9-RICKY. Good morning. I would rate his performance a 7, almost 8. He's done a respectable job, but he hasn't demonstrated that he has fully accepted that there's only one way to improve our taxpayer pet-funded employees around the country, and that's through increasing civics education and the taxpayer-funded neighborhood public schools. If he pushes for that to happen, then he will be a 10 because all the quality of our government will go up over years because the awareness, civic engagement of the citizens will be improved because they learned this grades 3 through 12. I would rate him a 2. And the state of the country is, <clears throat> we're, we're looking for di- better direction, but right now we just don't have clear-cut direction. And it just seems like he's flying from the seat of his pants trying to come up with ideas, but none of his ideas are working at all. I think he's done a very good job, but I feel like he's a little too old to run again. President Biden is doing a good job. I give him an A. He's putting the country back on track. As long as Donald Trump don't get in office, we are good to go. All right, y'all. Uh, thank you for your calls. If you couldn't get through, hit us at that, uh, hit us up at rickysmiteymorningshow.com or on our Facebook page and leave your comments right there because we be reading them. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley, the morning show. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? Man, what's up, brother? Listen. Bless. Check this. Many of us uh, are at least paying attention to, if not watching, the Super Bowl that's coming up. We know that there are two black quarterbacks playing in this Super Bowl. And this week, Rick, there was a post that the NFL put out um, honoring black quarterbacks. And they forgot to include Cam Newton. Hmm. Right. Totally left him off. Um, What's interesting about this is, you know, Patrick Mahomes has played in two Super Bowls most recently, but the last quarterback to black quarterback to play in one prior to that was Cam Newton. Cam Newton was a rookie of the year. Cam Newton was an MVP. Um, This this is not somebody that's that's easy to forget. And I actually like John Bean, who's the head of um, DI for the NFL. I, I actually think he's attempted to do a good job despite some of the huge challenges that the NFL has. But I'm like, who in the hell looks at this stuff? Like, I don't care what company it is. Who looks at stuff to say, hey, y'all, y'all remember Cam Newton? Or, hey, you know, you might not want to have a kid with a monkey shirt on. Or, hey, you may not want to have somebody in blackface. Or, hey, like, who are the, who are the people, that, like, the Negro checklist people that say, hey, you, you missed this? And so... You know, it, it, it's one. I, I think that clearly there was an oversight because it's not like you're erasing Cam Newton from from the history books. But but this is one of those things that that says no matter if an organization is doing really well uh, or whether the organization has a number of challenges the way the NFL does, that you got to at least plug into the people who are there um, to make sure stuff is right, uh, so that you don't make small mistakes. You you, you got enough stuff that's blatant um, that when there's small stuff that's an oversight that you need to have the kind of people culturally that can help you not make those kind of mistakes. And so I, I just wanted to, to, to say, Rick, that in, in lieu of Black History Month, like who was the football player in the history of America that most inspired me? Um, and it's somebody I don't think people talk about a lot, um, and that's Paul Robeson. Um, many, many don't know who Paul Robeson is. Paul Robeson um, was born in 1915 to, slave, to former slaves, a preacher, um, this brother went to Rutgers University, was an All-American in track and football, and I want to say uh, either baseball um, or basketball, and um, went on to be Phi Beta Kappa, um, was head of his class, and, and Rick, he, he, <laughs> he, 
He was playing pro football at the same time he was getting a law degree from Columbia University. Uh, and because, you know, you just couldn't go practice law as a black person freely, he said, let me let me not just play, let me not just uh, practice law, play sports. I- I'm going to go on the stage. Um, and Paul Robeson was the first black man to play Othello on the London stage, um, was a sought-after baritone all over the world, was an unbelievable actor, and then decided, you know what? There are things that I believe in. And he was a serious activist um, to the degree that they took his passport. Uh, The United States government took his passport claiming that he was a communist uh, as a result of of his work uh, around workers' rights. And this brother was one of those that said, listen, don't box me in. And so what I love, as, as I'm seeing, you know, many athletes challenge this shut up and play ball thing. Even as we're encouraging our our young men and young women, you can be an amazing athlete and still be a scholar. You can be a scholar and still uh, be an amazing performer. You can be a performer and still create things or build things with your hands. Our babies literally have no limitations. And the people that are going to create new black history are the ones that say, don't put me in a box telling me I can only do one thing when I wake up brilliant and can show up brilliant in everything I do. So if you don't know more about Paul Robeson, check him out and just, you know, give Cam Newton a, a hit on his IG and say, we see you, brother. Those are three things I got for you, Rick. Uh, love you, man. I'll talk to you on Thursday. All right, y'all, Rick, the Mountain Morning Show. Hey, it is the top of the hour, y'all. It is time for Fix It Jesus with Twan 360. Twan, good morning. Ricky, good morning. And today's Fix It Jesus, Rick, we know you've received tons of thoughts and prayers over the past week from family and friends. One of our lawyer listeners, she wanted to offer up a word of encouragement coming from the book of Psalms, the 23rd chapter. Read, ma'am. He makes me to lie down in green pageant. He leads me beside the still whore. He restores my soul. He leads me in the righteous for his name's sake. Ye I walk through a valley shelter of death. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For there are with <laughs> For they are with me. They ride and they staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. Amen. They prepare a table before me in the place of my enemies amen in their place of my enemies they anointed my head with ore my cups running over come on now. surely goodly in mercy surely goodly in mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house and I, I want I, I just want to say if there's anybody it. else out there like that that really want to read something to me for my comfort <laughs> for the edification of my soul please feel free I will play it on the radio God bless you and thank you for that I feel a hell of a lot better than I did yesterday because Love. of that Twan let everybody know how, how you could be reached <laughs> go to my Instagram page at Twan the Dunn, or you can visit Twan360.com Reading this fundamental. <laughs> God bless y'all. More Ricky Spot the Morning Show coming up. <laughs> hey, Mr. Thomas, how you feeling, man? Yeah, feeling all right. Feeling all right. You know, my knee been acting up. You know, they cutting yards, cutting grass. But yeah, it's been all right. 
So you been so you been cutting grass, yeah, right. Luther Thomas? Yeah, cutting grass. I had to go to Baba Jean yard. One of the ushers at the church went over to Baba Jean, cut up grass, and she had to trim her head just carrying on and damn near fell and tripped over. I think I tripped over uh, a damn stump she used to have in the yard. She should have told me something. She should have told me that. But stripped and fell into the damn uh, to, into the thicket. You know, uh-huh. cutting in the thicket. Fell in the thicket. It hurt my damn knee. But it's all right. Right. Now, now, what kind of lawn? What kind of lawnmower you got, Mister Thomas? And what's the best lawnmowers out there uh, for this spring coming up for people when you you know because it's going back into grass cutting season probably around yep. April. Yep, yep. Better get you one of those sit down John Deere. The one you can sit down. They ain't got more sale uh, right now. Better hurry up and get them. They don't sell. They don't sell. You can sit down. See, I used to be able to push it. Remember about you? Remember you used to pull the lever. Well, you just yeah. started up, you put your, you know, and then, 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 Right, and then kick or spit all that grass out, boys. You go get the young legitimate in the neighborhood. Go, hey, go get some and get you a rake, boy. Put all that yes, grass out. Get that grass. <laughs> You remember that? Go push spread that. Yes, sir. Get you some off the ice cream truck. You get that, that. Now, get you, put that all in the bag. Get you some off the ice cream truck later. You boys don't yeah, want to them. Yeah, you get them a, uh, get them a, a bomb pop, a push-up, or a screwball. No, Lord, you're taking me back. A push-up, a bomb pop, or you get that one with the pack with sugar with that stick, and then you just... Strawberry you shortcake. Sugar. Yeah, that good humor bars, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate and then... And then, then and then the one my grandma used to call the water sickle with the two sticks. And you break it in half and get the other half to your sister. That was the cheaper one. You get one. the other half to somebody you love. You doggone kid. They ate all that sugar. That little grandson I had mine, he had a couple of that, had that, and he on the damn roof looking silly. Look at that. Yeah. He's doing Jeffy Jackson, doing the latest dances. TikTok yeah. and, and, and Instagram and, and, and what, what what is that the, the one with the uh ice cream cone with the with the with the little uh chocolate nuts on the top or uh, what they call the the drumstick the, yeah the drumstick come on yeah the drumstick yes sir boy y'all taking me back well, <laughs> you taking me back to the days of the candlelit house you taking me back to the lily dillies the squeeze cup frozen cup <laughs> yeah <laughs> Come on, no, 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 you know, you know, you know why I grew up. We called them cool cups. You flip that baby upside cool down, cups. and it'd be sweet on the bottom, Mister Thomas. Oh, boy, I'm telling you, freeze it, make you go crazy. But it'd be so soft when you flip it over. <laughs> the ice be real frosty, yeah. Ooh, I'm talking that frosty. And they, 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 I'm telling you, boy, you gonna make me pour a thing of Kool Aid in one of those styrofoam <laughs> and give me a cool cup today. Since it's so and now, and now the ice cream truck man be selling weed on the side. He pulling up, uh-uh. wait, and he's selling marijuana inside the ice cream wait. truck in the hood. They sell everything: potato chips, pickles. It used to be just ice cream. Now they sell everything. You can get weed. They got a dispensary. And popsicles. Yep. <laughs> uh, I hear you. And then you hear the music, the kids come running. Bing, 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 and I can minister to these children. Let's go! You don't, you don't have to do drugs to make a little 
Y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Key. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Tuesday morning news. President Joe Biden's first State of the Union speech in front of a divided Congress is expected to reveal whether or not he will run for a second term. Biden will address a nation this evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and certain to tick through efforts to curb inflation, improve the nation's infrastructure and steer the country through the COVID-19 pandemic, among many other issues. In other news, Bed Bath & Beyond is closing 150 more stores just a week after announcing the closure of 87 locations. The new closings mean it will have shuttered 400 stores in the past year, almost half of the 950 or so that it had opened in February of 2022. Now, the company also said Monday it was planning to raise some $1 billion through an offering of preferred stock and warrants in a last-ditch effort to prevent bankruptcy. Up North Ricky, a middle school in New York and its food vendor, Aramark, apologized after students were served chicken and waffles along with watermelon on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> the principal of the middle school released a statement saying the menu was inexcusably insensitive and reflected a lack of understanding of our district's vision to address racial purpose. bias. Special K, you know they did that. Gary, you know they did that on yeah, purpose. Of course. Yeah, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. We let y'all in, know. They did probably enjoy it, though. Yeah, I was a chicken and waffles is kind of good. I mean, I, you know. Chicken and but watermelon. They, but, yeah, but they, yeah. Uh-huh. If they did chicken. They shouldn't have did none of it. They yeah. shouldn't have added it, 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 yeah, and then throwing the watermelon on it. Somebody saw that. Somebody yeah. saw that. They oh, had to for go sure. through some. Somebody saw that menu. Mm-hmm. Like they say, break it down, honey. At least do one or the other, honey. Don't do them both. Yeah, peace it out throughout the month. Right, okay. Real quick, Ricky, I want to give a big shout out uh, to TSU. Um, They won a Grammy, um, and they are the first marching band to win in that category. So didn't get a chance to shout them out yesterday, uh, but definitely a huge celebration for TSU and the Aristocrat of Bands, baby. Yes, the Aristocrat of Bands, the Urban Hymnal, won the award for best 
Roots gospel album. So the Tennessee State. Yes, indeed. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Band yep. director Reginald McDonald in the building. What up, Rich? All right. You better name drop, Rock T. We Come know on, you baby. know everybody. Let's All go. right. Let's go, <laughs> Maria baby. Moore. That's a quick look at news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T. What's going on in sports? All right. Let's start off with Kyrie Irving passes his physical and is expected to make his debut with his new team, the Dallas Mavericks, tomorrow versus the Clippers. Now the Lakers. Wait, they was one of the teams interested in trading for. Kyrie and LeBron is a little bit bothered that they couldn't close the deal. Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent, but someone that I had great chemistry with and know I got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win, um, you know, championships. Period. The NBA approved the sale of the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury to billionaire mortgage lender Matt Ishbia for $4 billion. A cool four bill, man. So somebody just got paid. I'm about to dish out a big check. Tom Brady. We all know he just recently retired again. He will be starting his new broadcasting job on Fox in 2024. So he plans to take all of 2023 off and enjoy his retirement. Listen, I do believe he's done playing for good. But you know me, Rock Teasy, the sports genius. I do have an if theory I would like to share with everybody. Let's just say if a Super Bowl contending team next year in week 10, 11, 12 maybe, quarterback goes down through into, because of injury. Right. I mean, let's just say if Tom Brady gets a call from one of these Super Bowl contending teams that just lost a star quarterback in week 10, 11, 12, or 13, say, hey, would you be interested in coming off, uh, coming out of retirement again to help us out? I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady thought about it. Not saying he would say immediately yes, Rick, but I was I, I bet he would think about Man, it. Man, Fox gonna pay him so much damn money to just to sit there and talk. He ain't finna go back and do that. Dog, he ain't starting seventy something million dollars. You ain't you didn't hear me. He ain't starting that gig until twenty twenty four. I'm talking about next season in twenty twenty three. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You see that new girlfriend he got? <laughs> yeah, dog. Okay, he showing her. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she had the game with the jersey on. Oh, okay. And then the ex-wife lived right behind Tom Brady's house, behind the lake. Across the lake, yeah. So they backyards, they can see each other when they both come out in the backyards. He been around the brothers for a long time. He moving like a black man. (laughs) Tom Brady getting it in, boy. (laughs) He he being petty. All right, that's my sports support, man. Follow me on social media at Rock T. Holler. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, Hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. Good morning, everybody. Aren't y'all the time for the hot spot? I'm sorry, Brad. Ricky, Ricky's not a morning show. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tete. And this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. My bad, Brad. I like that guy go commercial. It's all good, right? <laughs> He's like, all right. All right. Well, let me just go on and set it off then. Um, Offset has denied reports uh, that he got into a physical altercation with Quavo backstage at the Grammys, according to TMZ. The Grammys wanted Offset to take part of Takeoff's tribute on Sunday night, like Gary said, but Quavo blocked Offset from joining uh, on the stage, and that's when the fight reportedly broke out and they had to be pulled apart. Now, sources say that Offset did not start the fight. Offset responded to the report saying, 
What what do I look like fighting my brother? Y'all crazy. Despite Offset's tweets, there is footage of Cardi B yelling at Quavo and Offset, and it's online, and she's saying both of y'all wrong. She howling at the top of her lungs that both of y'all wrong. So they may have been fussing or whatever, but there was not an altercation, just to clear that up. All right, moving on. Jay-Z has opened up about Beyonce's album of the year Grammy loss. He told Tidal, I removed myself from the process and hope that they just get it right. I got to the point where I was just like, you know, it's just a marketing thing. You go, you get an album out, people help the album sales go up, and that's it. He said Renaissance should have won based on how it impacted the culture, saying, look at how the energy of the world moved. They played the whole album in the club. I don't know if I've ever seen that. The whole entire joint, like everything? He said every mix is amazing, everyone inspired. It has inspired the world. He also opened up about his God Did Grammy performance uh, with DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Friday, and uh, John Legend revealing the, why he decided to do the entire verse. Because I don't know if y'all know, but that verse was like four minutes long. So again, he Ooh. said for the culture, for hip hop, we got to do that. He said this ain't your, tra- your traditional song. This is not the traditional structure of what you think a song would be nominated for. Song of the Year would sound like that. He said it's not what you expect. And for the culture of hip hop, we got to do that. We owe that. This thing changed our lives. A four minute verse performed at the Grammys. We owe it to the culture. It ain't even a burden he said it's a blessing he said it's easy and it's fun yes gary now ricky y'all be honest you can't uh, win everything you can't win you can't, everything you can't no no but i think people asked him on title when he got interviewed how did he feel about her losing one so he just you know everybody talking about she didn't win she should have won record of the year or whatever it was you can't win every you got 32 grammys the most grammys out of anybody in hell in the world well i don't so. think she was complaining and i think he was just you know, supporting his wife, just saying they play every song on on the album, and they don't do that on really any other artist thing. I only heard one. You don't go to clubs. Oh, and I always <laughs> remember this: winners never quit, quitters <laughs> never win. That's right. You remember the song? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, <laughs> we're going to wrap up the hot spot. But coming up next, we got Talk It Out Tuesday with Yanetta Spring, and we got the praise mix down. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's Talk It Out Tuesday, Tuesday. with licensed professional counselor Yanetta Spring. All right, Jerry Smiley Morning Show. It is Talk It Out Tuesday. Y'all, please help me welcome licensed professional counselor Yanetta Spring. Good morning. <laughs> Good how you morning. feeling this morning? How you doing? I'm all right. How you doing, Ricky? Man, blessed. Happy to have you this morning. I know you got a lot. Yes, it's been a lot, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot, so I have a lot. Uh, but, you know, I want to check in with everybody, just see how everybody's doing this morning. Man, we're doing good this morning. God is good. God is awesome. And just, uh, you know, taking it one day at a time. I mean, every, like, like yesterday was a good day. There was no tears. And I'm like, okay, God, I'll take it. Like, if you give it to me one day at a time, if you give me a good day while I laugh and smile, uh, the only thing that made me cry yesterday, I went I went to a, a Jamaican restaurant in Montgomery with my son, and the waitress came over and said, that couple over there going to buy y'all dinner. And that white, that, that com- completely wiped me out. Just mm-hmm. just the love, the genuineness, and the kindness of somebody that, that I, 
man didn't even I hadn't even met him yet and already mm-hmm. offered to pay for our food. And that just kind of wiped me out yesterday. But I, I was just overcome with uh, uh, love. It wasn't grief. It, it was love. Mm-hmm. And the man just hugged me, him and his wife, and hugged my son in a circle like we've been knowing him for years. And uh, but, but yesterday was a good day. Today's been a good day so far. And every good day God gives me, I'll take it. And I'm running with them good days because they mean everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I, I I had a little bit of something prepared, but what, with what you just said, it's kind of taking me in a different direction because what you said is like it was it was love that kind of broke you down in that moment, yeah. and I think love and grief they kind of share the same space in our yeah. in our hearts, in our mind, in our system, and it's um it's love and grief, right? right? But it's the pain associated with the amount of love that we have for that person that we've lost that kind of takes us through, you know, these various cycles of grief. So um, I love the way that you're allowing yourself to navigate this and feel what you feel and accept the love and cry when you need to and laugh when you need to. I think what makes grief very difficult, um, it's difficult regardless, right? But what makes it um, heavier is when we don't allow ourselves to navigate through those different emotions and we try to shut them off or turn them off in different states and you know one of the most the ideal way to grieve is to allow yourself to feel what you feel when you feel it how you feel it and we don't all have the ability to do that sometimes um which makes it much much more difficult um but there's a an acronym for grief and it's called DABDA and we've talked about this on the show before but it's just to help you understand um in counsel, we use a, a phrase called name entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And basically right. what that means is when I can name how I feel, then I can uh, sort of tame or stabilize my emotions. But if I'm feeling something and I'm not sure what it is, that confusion makes that emotion a lot more um, difficult to tolerate. Um, so DAB stands for denial. The D is for denial. The A is for anger. The B is for bargaining. Um, the D is for depression. And then the A is for acceptance, mm-hmm. right? And grief isn't linear, so it's not like we're going to go through all of these waves or phases in a, in a um, sequential way. We're going to deal with those. I may feel depressed one minute, and then I'm angry the next. And then I'm bargaining, which is when I'm looking back trying to figure out what could I have done differently. If I had done this, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. Mm. And it's almost like we're trying to make sense of a senseless situation. Grief is senseless. Right. It doesn't make sense for somebody to be here today and gone tomorrow or here one minute and gone the next. So that's a lot for our brain and our body to like process. And it's a process. It takes a lot of time to be able to to do that. But one thing I want to encourage listeners and Ricky and everybody that's been impacted by this loss to do is really pay attention to how you process in this loss. Go into therapy if you need to, journal if you need to, find a support group, whatever you need to do to make sense of this senseless situation, because your brain needs to organize your pain. Right. And disorganized pain leads to trauma. Wow. Right. So while we're in this state of everything being fresh, it's really important that you allow yourself to process how you feel and that you organize this pain in a healthy way. Otherwise, it will lead to trauma. It'll lead to relationship issues. It'll lead to disconnect and family relationships. It's really important at this time that you you organize and process this pain in a healthy way. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, God be showing up at the weirdest of times because I was stressing out and I saw my cousin Bubby get out of that car with them white shoes on. Uh-uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> feel what you feel. That's we what she just him. said. Feel what you feel, Ricky. Feel and I'm feel talking about there was feel. extra strength Tylenol white. Please stop. <laughs> Pla- platform. No. No. Council oh, Spring, did you God. see what I see? <laughs> you saw it was, I had to put my shades on. I had to put my shades on. Bye-bye. No, ma'am. You were not. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Baby shoes. Yes, son. He had them on. He had them on. We had to walk away. That's when I went. At that point, I went and got on in the family car. I was ready after that. Yes, sir. God said, God said, there you go. Look at this. Now, let's go do this. Uh-huh. He'll give you what you need and then, and then, Brad, at, at, at the funeral, uh, uh, guess who gave me a program? Was a, I didn't know a little person was on the Usher boy. Oh, I said, this is too oh, you know what? much. He may not come when you want him, but he always on time. Do you hear me, Brad? I, I hear you, yes. Do you hear me crying, trying to hold a baby? Darlene up there singing, Leandria yes. singing, and a little person over there trying to fan me, and, and my cousin over there with them white shoes on. Hey, let me tell you, it was a mix of emotions. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to get this, get this, get these emotions in order so I can grieve. Council Spring, let everybody know how you can be reached. So you can reach me. You can text the word "spring" to five five four 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 for resources, or go to my website unetaspring.com. That'll take you to the directory as well as get information from me. I'm on all social platforms at Yanetta Spring, and I look forward to connecting with y'all. Ricky, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Daddy, <not. laughs> more Ricky Smiley Boy the show coming up. <laughs> It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show.